kids. Avengers! Assemble. And we are back with the MMA Avengers. Very stellar. Your short season is upon us. Good to see you. You got the memo. Please note the new number. I wonder where. What happened? Is Harry washing his tights tonight? <laughs> He's at home. And where's Harry? He's, He's at probably home. fighting another promotion. He's at home washing his tights. Ike, welcome back. How was UFC, Ike? You have you got the ground hold on. In <clears throat> incredible. Got back this morning. Started the trip out with the UC two eighty seven action. Obviously the main event was nuts and a bunch of fights underneath. But what really captured everybody's attention was as I learned the nickname, the Don was in the building. The Don, the Don was in the building. And Kid Rock. Ah and Mike Tyson badass. Mike Tyson, Kid Rock. Kid Rock are an airbiter. Donald Trump. And uh, Dana White, we're all sitting together. But you, you, Donald Trump better watch out. I know he's in some trouble in New York. But now I noticed that him and Kid Rock had a cash exchange. I think they made a bet. And they both better report that on their IRS taxes or else they could wind up in jail. You know, not just pay it, not just pay a fine. You know, if you're Donald Trump for, for a tax thing, that's probably bullshit anyway. You could wind up in jail. But, uh, you know, so be careful, guys. <laughs> no shot. Yeah, did you see the Don? Uh, from like a couple hundred feet away. It's just so funny how like the fighters love him, the people. It's just well, he was in Florida, so but well, I will say this. Whatever you want to think about Donald Trump in New York, what was what where he was at UFC in New York and they loved him. So it's a bullshit. True. So could you imagine? Any other politician just chilling watching the fights? No, never. Like, what do you right? Could you imagine anyone else chilling and actually having like the people around you feel like you are one of the people just watching the fights? No, probably not because he's not faking it. I know Governor Christie is a big baseball guy, so maybe like baseball is to Christie what fights is to Trump. I, I think well, yo, Trump's not faking it. He's there enjoying the fights. He's into it. Decades, right? Wasn't he like something like an AC or Jersey or visionary in the uh, Martial Arts Hall of Fame in New Jersey? Oh, really? Yep, visionary. Because he's responsible for bringing when UFC. When Zufa bought the UFC, no one wanted to host them. And Donald Trump let them uh, fight at the Trump Taj Mahal. 
That's where Sarah fought Shoney Carter. That was UFC 31. Uh, that was the first one under Zufa management, I think. Then UFC 32 was that terrible card where every fight went the distance and they ran over the allotted time on the pay-per-view. <coughs> so, Ike, tell us about UFC 287. Somebody gave us a shout-out. Firebird Optics. Oh, yeah, Gordon. Yeah, what? Gordon. What's up, Gordon? What's up, Gordon? What up, dude? Gordon, the weather's looking good. It's going to be a good harvest this year. The yes. weed's going to be bountiful, plentiful, strong, and uh, I'm excited to see how it comes out. A couple of my seeds already popped, so that's exciting. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got yeah, I got to uh, I got to redo my whole garden. I got 17 seeds going in the fucking greenhouse. 17 seeds, nice. Yeah, I'm a fucking, I'm a rebel. I'm going to be Johnny uh, Weed Seed out here. I'm going to, I told you, I'm going to plant them all my neighbors for yards. People are going to be like, where did this pot plant come from in my backyard? Johnny I want to see who keeps it and who throws it away. Yeah. I'm curious because if they start growing it, I'm like, yeah, we could be friends. We could, we could be friends. We could be friends. Don't fuck. I'm going to, I'm going to promote growing your own because let me tell you, who knows what we've all been getting. Right. It's the, Yes. It's strong, I will tell you. Like the stuff you get at the dispensary is strong. Oh, you know what I found? A mobile dispensary that one of my friends runs. Nice. So I'm thinking that could be a great sponsor for the token choke challenge. That's right. I I tell you I'm looking to do a weed based jujitsu event in New York. In a tent in June, right? Yep. All uh, well well indoors and Siege said he'll put the air on, so that's like a Oh, that's like a bonus to yeah in the air conditioning. So yeah, I want to do July, and yeah, we can smoke outside in tents, but we can vape indoors, and then we'll get like a hundred competitors, nice and smooth, twenty-one and over. Mm. Oh, you know what we should get? Um, what, did we talk about that that uh, vaporizer that we saw that you just like sip out of and shit? Oh, I love that. Get that. As- get that. It was only two hundred bucks. Get that as a sponsor. I call that a business expense. Oh, yeah, you know what? Can we get it for free? I'm saying. And we should give that as a prize to, like, one of the super fights. Right? And get it, like, with um, Token Choke, like, written on it. or Token Choke Challenge, yeah. Telling you. I have ideas. VP of marketing. <laughs> I mean, players do. Yeah, bags. There's a lot of, I mean, weed so big now and in the jujitsu space is huge. So, I think, you know, I think the market's there to do it. Absurd. Uh, we live- it's crazy. What? It's crazy how big it is. Jiu-jitsu guys love weed. Yeah. Right? You don't. What do you think? Among all martial arts, jiu-jitsu guys smoke the most weed. Yeah. I mean, I I would say so. Like I've done a lot of different martial arts, and let me tell you, anytime I go to a jiu-jitsu gym, you can find a couple guys that smoke weed. Jiu-jitsu guys and whoever does those fake uh, martial arts, the guys who... Yeah, yeah, those guys that are practically dancing, but they're not. <laughs> you fall down, you go down, you flip. I flip him with my energy. Yeah, okay. flip <laughs> we flip each other. I want what they're on, I want what they're on. <laughs> yeah, I want what you're on, yeah. It could be something other than pot. Say it. Kool-Aid. 
They were drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, they could be drinking the Next thing you know, they're Jim all dead. Jones, martial arts. They're all dead in the corner, except for the guy that gave him the Kool-Aid. He's like, you should have listened. Told you. <laughs> Which yeah. cup is it in? Only a fool would put it in the cup close to him. And you know I'm no fool. So yeah. I must have put it in the cup next to you. But you, not being a fool, would know that I was going to put it in the cup. Best movie ever. And, oh, I love The Princess Bride. I actually, I have The Princess Bride board game. It's a that lot of fun. Such a great movie. Buttercup. Buttercup. As you. Yes. Uh, I, we, I, how many times I've watched that movie growing up. Plus, I love Andre the Giant. Yeah, he was great. That whole movie was great. Butternuts. Butternuts. I'm on the Goon Squad. That's uh, I'm on the Brute Squad. That's half bait. Oh. Butternuts. I'm on the Brute Squad. We're on the Brute Squad. He calls it a million names other than what it is. I love butter stuff. Buttercup. I love butternuts. <laughs> he, my horse was a diabetic. <laughs> Yo, that's literally. That whole scene. That whole Close scene when he's just feeding him. Officer down. Yeah. Well, it's an officer. Yeah. And then when I they go to court. So if I don't come back in oh, 10 minutes, call the cops. He went back in 10 minutes, we're calling Domino's. Call Domino's. He did. Because the next day they have all the Domino's pizza there. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Good catch. I've watched it so many times. Yeah, so they're like, I'm back in 10 minutes, we're calling Domino's. And the next morning they wake up, there's Domino's everywhere. They're like, Yeah, fuck so out of high as a kite. What happened? That guy got high, didn't make it back. Yeah. See you in the morning. When I was in Texas for my, uh, for my coaching uh, group, there was like one night I went out and got tacos at one in the morning. I just got an Uber at one a.m. I was like, I need tacos. It's a taco trucks in Austin, Texas. It's a, uh, top top of the line barbecue and taco trucks. Uh, Kansas City barbecue ribs, especially ribs. Their barbecue was. El Paso, great Mexican food. It might as well be, I think Mexico might annex it. <laughs> Mexico is going to just uh, take over El Paso, Texas. Are we okay with that? I'm okay with it. Yeah, it seems well, like to differ. And you know what? I, I might tell them to go research a little situation going on in another country right now that might be similar to that. Just saying. <laughs> No, you can't take over Texas. Listen, but, but I tell you what, El Paso is like. Could you, imagine, could you imagine if they came in and like we're just taking Texas, and then like dude up north was like, by the way, we're just gonna take like part of the northern United States because it's like bordering us anyway. Canada. We didn't pay them. We didn't pay them. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? If, yeah, Canada's gonna invade America. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, what you call it? Is he forever? Is he got vengeance? Finally, what is he? Uh, Adesanya finally got vengeance. <sighs> Speaking of taking forever, and then uh, yeah. mocking the sun, yeah. I like what per Pereira was like, Oh, great, you uh, you acted like a five year old. <laughs> I mean, it seems to be the kind of work that is. So I'm like, 
Is he's petty. He's, you know, and he's young too. He is a kid. Is he's young? At least that's from what I remember. Yeah, this light is blinding me. He's oh. not out there, you know, hitting hookers and shit. So there's that. No, but that would probably double his salary. No, he did good for that fight, didn't he? Get like three point seven mil. It looked like I seen the fight of payouts. The fight of payouts looked pretty, uh, pretty deep. Kind of thing. So it, it looked like uh, Pereira got one point two mil. Adesanya 3.7. Those are good. Oh, you know, awesome. good numbers for the UFC. I actually think it's good to see that the top guy's pays coming up. I'd like to see when Aljo fights that he breaks the million mark. Yeah. Especially this fight. He's the absolute headliner, right? He's not the co-main. No, right? I think. Yeah, he is the headliner. So, you would hope. North of one. Is it the main? Can you confirm? I'm pretty sure it is. Let me just make sure, though. I think it's his first uh, main event for pay-per-view. It's pretty scary. I mean, Henry Cejudo is a two-division champ. Yeah. Ready for everybody to say, oh, Henry was retired. Henry was retired. EJ's shoulder. There's nothing else on that. Listen, you fucking took the fight. Like, yo. You showed up and took the fight, and no one's 100% usually at the fight. And shit happens. If you would have been banged up and won that fight, right? Hold on, story. Look at Marab. Marab's hand was broken two weeks out, and he won that fight. So, what do you say? Nothing. All right, you broke your hand, you lost that fight. Did it contribute to it? Sure, it did. You know, but fuck. You could be perfect, and the fight could go south. You could have no injuries, and and normally, listen, you go in a little banged up. You went through a camp, you cut weight. You went through a camp. You're gonna go in there. You're gonna have a little damage, usually. So they fucking make excuses. It's like the first Peter Yan fight with Aljo. I'll give it to him that maybe Aljo was a step off. Fine, if you want to get fine, and but I watched that fight four times. And once with Aljo, and I'll tell you this, Jan was tired even in that first fight, and it just looked like Aljo was showing it a little more, but Jan was also not doing great. Watch it with no commentary, because the UFC commentary is biased as fuck. Second fight with Jan, Aljo completely dominated. If you scored it on a a 100-point system, which is what I'd rather do, Aljo would have won that fight 80-20. Hmm. All right. Still a short he did. Say what you want about his shoulder. Huh? I like that, the way 80-20. I like percentages like that. So. Yeah, it's a 100-point system. I see the PSL going there, though. It's silly. You know, it's like 100% to 80%. It's hard to edge the guy out. Like, the rounds that Aljo dominated, he blew it out of the water. He fucking won 95% of the round. Yeah. Right? Went for the single leg, took the back, controlled the back, beat him up, and threatened the submission for the whole round. That's 95% domination for you. So that has to weigh more than if I just edge you out around barely, I get the same point as if I kicked your ass that round. That doesn't seem adequate. Ike, you see, you feel me? 
Kerry, you feel what I'm saying on that? Like I was just going to say the uh, that technique you were describing, single leg take to back, is the technique that you were breaking down at Sarah's a couple of weeks ago. The video's coming together. Oh, was it nice? Because I showed that actually uh, last night at Law as my first takedown. I think it's one of the simplest ones, and it leads you either to a front trip mm. or it leads you onto the guy's back. Why not? Uh, yeah, why not? Oh, that's when I that's a different way to get there. Yeah, that's a different way to get there. But <laughs> whatever happened to the back two seat? <laughs> two steps this time. Uh, take the back this time. Uh. Uh, take the back like this. Take the back one time. <laughs> hey, soldier. Choke him out. Did soldier get her joint today? Hmm? Did soldier get her catnip joint? Okay. He is all up in I, I bought, uh, I was in Mystic, Connecticut, and they have a pet store that has catnip joints. So I got Kerry's cats a couple J's. I got my yard cat a joint. I got my bodega cat a joint. Yeah, Hello, she, cats joints. He's so good. Yeah, soldier's good. Soldier wants to be part of the podcast. She is. Look at her. She, every time we podcast, she comes into the mix to some extent. I'm I'm in, but she's like I'm still tentative because she's got um her was kind of like I'm ready to go. She's ready to bounce, but she's in, but she's out. She's so in. So uh, we got uh we got Steamroller fighting Drew Dober. That's exciting for Newark. Like, are the MMA Avengers going to assemble in Newark? Um. Gonna try my best to be there. I would love for you guys to be there as well. Are you going for work? Yes. Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with having some pleasure in your business. Right. Especially if your business is pleasure. You what? know what? I'm not good at uh the like promotion online. Like I, I've given credit to like people who would get like just 80,000 followers online because they're just good at the digital. I'm more face-to-face -face networking. So for me, yeah. it is kind of like work. But... I feel you on that. But uh, that being said, we could do some more on YouTube. I was going to take a course on how to like optimize the, you know, the keywords or whatever. I don't really do much of that, but. And then you got high. <laughs> what? And then I got high. And then I got high. I was going to go to uh, to the YouTube channel, but then I got high. I was going <laughs> to... You remember that song? I was listening to it the other day. Soldier's so high, she's like a buyer. Soldier's high, did you blow weed in Soldier's face or was that catnip? Nothing. In fact, catnip doesn't get human side. No. Nope, only kitties. Right? Yeah, if you guys, uh, if there's any clips, because again, we're going to get hot in about 30 minutes, around the 50-minute mark. Oh, um, yeah. Clips? You guys, clips of uh, content that we could just throw up. Let me know. Oh, oh, well, I thought that's what you were working on, Ike. <laughs> I thought that... Oh, the, but the technique thing is different than this. Boom. Uh, what you call it? How was the – what do you think about Masvidal? Masvidal burns Masvidal and now he's instantly trying to take it back oh really not instantly but he's kind of like you know it was emotional I retired 
He's like, and now I'm thinking about it. You know, he's like, I can still fight. He's like, but you know, I lost a step. He's like, I should maybe, you know, just retire. I'm like, I heard it. Like, he gave a very soft talk afterwards. Like, at the fight, right? It's easy to want to retire at the fight. You're like, I fucking got my ass kicked. I'm done. You know, I'm over it. And then the next day, you're like, I'm not that hurt. You're like, what am I talking about? <laughs> you're like, I kind of want to fight again. I think I could do a better camp. You know what? I think uh, I was just a little gassed. I mean, you know. you know what? Maybe he takes a year off the UFC that uh, Dana White said they want to come back to Miami. I think they said it was like a top five. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, they took Jorge Masvidal on the side, and they were like, listen, you've been natty your whole life. They're like, why don't you take a year off? And let's see how you feel when you come back. Maybe you'll feel stronger, better. They're like, why don't you get out of the pool? They're like, what are you talking about? It's Miami. I'm always in the pool. To not be able to take prescription drugs that can enhance your athletic performance. That's what the doctor could give you. The way to take out, Covington could be there in a year, could be off a loss. Leon, Leon Edwards could be there off a loss. <laughs> Leon Edwards could be there off a loss. You never know. Leon Edwards. They, yo, all I know is Dana White was praying for Masvidal to be burned so that he could have set up Leon Edwards' Masvidal. I agree. <laughs> line wise and now – Thanks to the acquisition, right, the merger of WWE and UFC, you might get to have those storylines get fulfilled in the future. Yeah, you never know. What do you think about that, I Carrie? Will there be fake fights now? I'm out. I've said that multiple times. If I, if there's fake fights, I'm out. Yeah. No. Well, I'm how do you know at first? I think. Could me and my boy. Could me and Steamroller have a realistic-looking fight with a, uh, a scripted ended? I don't know. I don't know. Asking for a friend. The Tito Ortiz Anderson Silva thing—that's that was that needs to be dissected. Like that needs Tito to be dissected. Anderson Silva or um, Tito. It, you you ever see it? it was like weird. Like a, Anderson's like tapping him three times. Like tap, tap, tap. Lower your guard. Boom. Knockout. Mm. I don't know. It was, but Anderson also hits hard. And the way he falls, he falls like a bitch. He doesn't really get, like, dropped. You know what? If it wasn't for the fact that Alex Pereira got so starched, Izzy's knockout of him almost looked fake. Like, mm-hmm. to wind back like that, boom, and do it again? Yeah. But it, I mean, it. I mean, Pereira looked pretty starched. So. And now the narrative to that no trilogy, Dana says no trilogy, Izzy says no trilogy. ESPN MMA, the Twitter account, they said, are you ready for this? Yuri versus Pereira. And I'm like, didn't the man just lose it? Like him like in November? No, don't worry, bro. You're just going to lose to Izzy. Go up to 205 and we'll give you a title shot there. Oh, the way you say it sounds like an executive. (laughs) Can you not hear that coming out? Right, listen. But no. then Izzy fucked up and he went for the kid and he's going to be like, no, Poetan, no, Poetan Jr. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I took the fall, but 
you crossed the line. Right. Yeah, some Bushido shit. And will you get... Listen, let me ask you this. Ike, would you let me fucking knock you out for a million dollars? thought about that with Connor and uh, Cowboy. Mm. Like well, that's through the fault And it was one of those covering up, and he's hitting the forearms, hitting the wrist. Maybe one or two gets through out of the flurry. How much, you know, how much did Cowboy get? Two million for that? Mm. Connor got ten. Yeah. What do you think, Ike? Kerry, for a million dollars, would you let some, but you get knocked out? Like they hit you. You know what I mean? You're not, you're like, you get hit, right? You got to take the fall. Like, like fake it? <sighs> oh, no, they have to hit you. I could see Harry being the only one on this podcast. <laughs> Come on, baby, give me your best you know shot. I mean? Like you're gonna fight with them, but they tell you, listen, in the second round, you go down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he has to make it look real. No, so not. he might really knock you out. You know what the worst would be if your partner in life is telling you, but come on, honey, they could set you, it's setting you up for life. We can I'm get like, that. Lord, not the kind of energy I need. Around. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I'd have to consult the gods on that one. Nuts. But my crazy ass would wind up doing the Pulp Fiction thing and kill the fucking guy. Yes. He'd try to kill you. <laughs> and take the fucking bag of money and bounce. And I'm now I'm in Mexico with a fucking villa and 18 Rottweilers. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah, I think that's most of us on this podcast. Like, I think yeah. <laughs> We're anti-establishment. Yeah. Damn the man. Yeah, but you know, I, you know what I read today that was shocking. How much does it cost? And look this up. Correct me, but this is what I heard on Ten Ten Wins. How much does it cost to house a prisoner? Oh, Jesus! Rikers. You know the number? Let's see. He said something crazy. How long for a year? For is it just like per year? What's the cost per year to house a prisoner? I'm gonna say four hundred thousand. Wow, you're close. So listen to this. The average person in America makes what? 60 grand a year? 65 grand a year? Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to let's call the average 60 grand. Average salary, right? Average person's income, right? I carry is that a good number? Says mm-hmm. the average in the country. What? I'm gonna guess 40. Let's say 60. Let's say 50. Split the difference. 50 grand. So they want the average American to live. Off of fifty thousand dollars a year. However, to take care of a criminal, it's going to cost us half a million. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate how much effort you're putting into this criminal uh, at the expense of how little uh, the average person is making. Great job, guys. Thank and you. what's the chances of them relapsing once they get out? Right. No, it's not a hundred percent. But I'd say the recidivism rate. Uh, is based on a lot of things, but I would say it's pretty high. Especially New York City. dot gov. This is from twenty twenty one. The ang- f- the full annual course of cost of incarceration grew to five hundred fifty six thousand five hundred nine dollars per person in twenty twenty one. Holy shit! I did you hear that number? Five hundred and fifty six thousand dollars to support one prisoner per year. At Rikers, and your average person is supposed to live off sixty grand, but they put a half a million dollars into housing the prisoner at Rikers. Thank you, guys. 
And that's not going into the legal system. How much did it cost to pay his public defender? What did it cost to uh, pay the, the other lawyer, right? All these guys get paid, right? The judge gets paid for this. Everyone gets paid. Yeah. Silly question. Why so much? Well, a state prison city would run out of water if they ran the ocean. If they ran the desert, they'd run out of sand. The fucking government would not run shit. If it runs anything, it's an abortion. It's terrible. Look at it. How could you house a prisoner for half a million dollars? They house an immigrant for 300 grand. For that, for fucking half a million dollars, I'll let him stay at the fucking Waldorf Astoria. I'll put that guy in a Caribbean island all fucking year at the fucking, at a villa for half a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? I give you half a million dollars. Like, what could you do with it? Where could you live? Not at Rikers. Because if I gave you 500 grand, you'd still need 56 grand more to live at Rikers. <laughs> That's, uh... What the live at Rikers, like... Well, does it have an ocean view? Yeah. <laughs> High security. It should be ostensibly yeah. the safest place you could be. No one has a gun, right? And there's man security, mm. right? There should be no, no problem there. That should be the safest place for you, right? Bingo night. Bingo night. All your medical is provided for you. Taco Tuesday. I, I know a lot of guys that go to jail just to get their teeth fixed. <laughs> oh my god! No, you know that's crazy. I know a lot of guys that will, will do freaking a few months doing arm robbery, and then when they're in, they get their teeth fixed. Uh, you know, get get, get a good workout in. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the net. Madoff, Madoff's in there gonna look like fucking Joe Rogan. He comes out like Jeff Bezos. You see, Bezos is on the sauce now. Oh yeah, Rogan says he's like, if I'm Jeff Bezos, I would be Jeff Bezos, like jacked out, probably fast cars, <laughs> living his teenage dream. Yeah, why not? What's the point? That's what I. I don't. Kobe Covington doesn't irk me because it's like that's his like 14 year old self. Strippers, hot tubs, cheap suits. (laughs) He does that on purpose. He can buy an expensive suit. He buys a cheap suit on purpose. It's for the gimmick. Colby Covington I met a couple times. He's actually a really nice guy. You too. You met Colby, right? Yeah, nice guys. Just until you're fighting them. That's what people don't separate. Yeah, until you're fighting them and then he wants to sell the fight. He realized that in order to get fights, he has to turn up his 12-year-old self, his 13-year-old self to the max. I I Truthfully, weren't they ignoring Colby Covington before he started doing that stupid shtick? The the story was that he was was a gatekeeper. Like, he was so good that he was blocking out other people. And they're like, dude, you're a wrestler. We, We want more, like, strikers. This is the peak of the McGregor era. Give us something. He goes, I'll give you racism. <laughs> Brazil. You're okay. fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, right. like, too much, too much pushback. <laughs> Speaking of the McGregor era, McGregor's longtime foe, Nate Diaz. Yes. Great transition. And that's boxing, right? Look. That's going to be a boxing match, animal, right? Where's your animal? She's chilling. She's in the other room. Whoop out oh, the your group is cheap. So, 
uh, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz boxing. I'm hoping that Nate just whoops his ass. And I love what Nate said. He's like, I'm like the MMA savior, like the, the real fight savior. I hope he's telling the truth. He's like, I got to whoop Jake Paul's ass. And I hope he does. If anybody can do it, I would think that he would be able to. I believe in Nate. I hope he puts in a hard camp. You know. I mean, really, if anybody, you know, they yeah. got, I would definitely say that, yeah, he could do it. Um, yeah, because Jake, it's not like Jake Paul, like against Tommy Fury, he was getting lit up. You know, he was getting, you know, he was getting hit. Mm. And he throws hard, but, you know, I mean, we'll see how it looks, but I'm excited. Yeah. It's definitely a, a, a fan friendly so, fight. This is under PFO? I, I didn't no. see you. It looks no. like it's under like a boxing promotion. I don't understand how all these guys are supposed to work with an organization, but then do shit for other organizations that do nothing for the organization they were just working with. Mm. Like Jake, Jake Paul was just on PFL talking about how he was excited to, to fight in PFL and do stuff with them. And now he's doing a boxing match and it didn't say PFL on it. Mm. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like PFL for, or maybe he's going to, is he, is this the half, the double deal where it's like one box and one MMA? Is he going to fight Nate? Oh, that would be dope if they do the double deal where they do one fight in MMA and then one fight in boxing. That's fair. Nate, Nate's not going to shoot a double on Jake Paul. Let's see. I think it's different because he could clinch him up. He really should just freaking grapple Jake Paul. Because he has his ground game's great. Yeah. I'm about to I'm going to let him know how we do in the 209. Stop and slap your bitch ass. 209 for life, bitch. No, one of the reasons why I made the number for, to call in three two one. That's easy, but the two hundred nine stuck with me. I was like, all right, Stockton two hundred nine. I mean, I'm not from Stockton, but I'm from the seven one eight. I'm from seven eleven. Make them change those digits. What's what's the song? I'm from the seven one eight. Make them change some digits to one eight seven. So this is. It's actually kind of cool, and I will definitely pay to watch this for this reason. The event will be a 50-50 collaboration between Jake Paul's Most Valuable Promotions and Diaz's Real Fight, Inc. Oh. oh I Say that again, Kerry. So I had to look this up just to see. So the event will be a 50-50 collaboration between Jake Paul's Most Valuable Promotions and Diaz's Real Fight, Inc. That's awesome. That's be split on the pay per view. Great. Now we can you know get burger name. This is the way it really should be. You should have yeah. uh, a real incentive and a real way to get paid through fights. And then, if I know that, let me tell you this. I'm not one of those like I hate Jake Paul. Like I think that's trendy. Fuck those people. I give. I don't like him, but you know what? I I I don't hate his hustle. Right. Uh. So. I'm going to say this, that fight, I'll pay for. Mm, me too. For the, I'm not going to MMA. I, I'm not going to go on another site to watch it. 
Hmm. Because I know that they're getting a 50-50 split, me personally, I'm going to pay for it. When is that fight? We should do something for that. Hmm. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should do we should do an event for that. Yeah, I'll pay for it. Yeah. If we could get it like uh, a viewing party at Provolas, hmm. buy one of those blow up uh, screens, barbecue. August. August fifth. That's that's, 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 that's Steamroller will be deep in his post Dober win celebrations. He's gonna be nice one ninety five. Cream roller will be Cream back. Roller. Cream roller will be a full. <laughs> Frivola Fest will have, will have just happened, and the cream roller will be out in full form. Full oh, my God. It doesn't say anything about them doing an uh, MMA fight, but I would love to see that happen after. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, come on, Jake Paul, step up and, you know. Yeah, you're fighting all these MMA fighters not in their sport. Okay. It's like if you were a, a baseball player and you start, or a football player, you start telling all these baseball players to play football, exactly. and you're like, "Oh, they can't play football." Well, yeah, they're baseball players. <laughs> you know, it's like okay. I mean, they both play with balls, but not the same. Hire like the the elite of the elite MMA coach or takedown coach. Just get the footnotes on stuff. Yeah, he's not going to be a purple belt in a year by the time he faces Nate, but. No, well, okay. Because he's going to have, like, he's never going to be able to, like, learn jujitsu enough in a year to be able to beat Nate. They'd have to give, some, give him somebody that's, you know, not a. The only coach that would be able to do that would be me, and I wouldn't train him. I wouldn't train him to fight Nate. And I'm the only coach that can make him uh, able to strategize and win that fight in a year. Maybe Ray Longo. <laughs> and Jake Paul, I believe he was fifth or fourth in Ohio State for wrestling. In high school. In high school. I mean, listen, if you rocked in high school, I'm not going to count it. Hmm. Dude, I rocked in high school. <laughs> I was the best high school wrestler. Oh, man. I fucking was so good at high school football. Yeah, okay. Damn, homie. In right. high school, you was the man. Homie. You're going to sing to us now, Ike? That's why we're the top 200 comedy podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I had a busy day. I taught a, I taught a client in Brooklyn tonight, too. One of my guys was like, let's work out. I was like, it's nice out. Let's work out. Backyard workout. Beautiful. Backyard's popping. That backyard working out. Like it. I always like working out outside. I want to start working out by steamrollers more. Ike, walk down the fucking hill, all right, and come work out by steamrollers. Ah, uh, but my bunions, it's too far to walk. <laughs> well, I can understand that because you have a hundred steps to walk up. You literally pulled that off me for a second. My bunions. Wait, <laughs> This is a, it's like my the first time I dropped word. that joke, so I finally figured out. I was like, what the hell is it called? Corns? I was like, mm. Corn, my bunions. I, I test my comedy on my mother. Remember, Epidus or Opidus, whatever the. Oedipus. Oedipus. <laughs> I was just reading about Oedipus today, actually. And my wife's teaching Oedipus. So, you know, it's, it's always a good story to know. Be careful about wanting to fuck your mom. 
please ask her to show the Colombian version. There's like a modern day, like they is make there, a really? narcos version of uh, what is it called? Oedipus. Oedipus. I'm gonna. I keep saying I'm gonna look it up, but for some reason in high school we watched the Colombian version. Is it in Spanish? Good question. Oh. <laughs> Do you speak Spanish, like? No. <laughs> I hate the people that say, Un poquito, shut up. Shut up. Yes or no? <laughs> I just say no. Because if you fucking start speaking Spanish, even a little bit, they're going to want to speak Spanish with you in rapid fashion. Right. <laughs> I know colors. Mamate. No colors. I know colors. Negro? Do you know Negro is a color? Black Indians? See, John Jones didn't know Spanish, so that's where you can get messed up sometimes when you're in a Spanish area like Albuquerque, New Mexico, and you go into a store that Spanish and English, and you don't know that could run into problems. Just saying, John Jones, stay on the lookout for uh, signs in two different languages. (laughs) Can you put that clip up? John Jones going into the store and be like. Black Negro. Wow, that's racist. <laughs> Did you see that, Ike? Wait, this was a real thing? Yes. No. I didn't send it in the group, Kerry. You've seen this, right? Where he's looking at the jeans. Oh, yes. And there's a gray, there's gray jeans, grease. Yeah. Okay, okay. That was him. Black Negro. Yeah, Negro. He's like, Black Negro. This is so racist. Like, dude, it's fucking Spanish and black. (laughs) Like, I mean, is the Spanish language racist? I don't know. But I I don't think so. Isn't it also Latin? Latin? Uh, I don't know the Latin root of the word black. I'd have to look it up. Pretty sure it's in a bunch of different. It's pretty much yeah, it's, that. It's the prefix of a bunch of different uh, words that mean black. Yeah, so it probably has a Latin root. I'd have to look that up. Uh, we need someone with a degree in uh, etymology. Yeah. <laughs> linguistics. Who's our linguistic studies major? Ike, what was your degree in? Liberal arts. Is it really? Yeah, man. I hope you didn't take loans out for that. Still paying them. You are, right? I finished one loan on Saturday, and then there's only uh, like 30000 left on another. That whole student loan system is the most fraudulent shit in history. Oh, yeah. That's a Ponzi scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. And, and worse than that, it's a government-backed Ponzi scheme. Right, so look at this. The college couldn't charge you what they charge you if you actually had to pay them with your own money. And when the government steps in and backs the loan saying, listen, we'll back this loan no matter what, this essentially becomes a federal debt. Like when you owe taxes to the IRS, they want that money, right? Same thing with the student loan. Bankruptcy doesn't absolve it. Same thing with like uh, sales tax. Bankruptcy doesn't absolve it. So they give you this loan, right, at at a relatively high interest rate for what's supposed to help you, right? Supposed to be under the guise of helping you go to college and do good. And they charge you a rate for college that it definitely isn't worth because they turn it into a government institution now when you back it and don't let it fail. 
it's like, oh, what do you want to charge them? 50 grand? Okay. You take 100 grand in loans as an 18-year-old kid? Yeah, whatever. We'll back you. That kid don't pay you? Don't worry. We'll put the screws on him. He has to pay us. You owe 30 grand, Ike? You got to give us that 30 grand. And there's interest, and that interest won't be paid off. Doesn't it, go, it can go to your kids, too? No, I think they did away with all that shit. Oh. I think your death just ends it. You know, but uh, yeah, it's all fucked up. Uh, the whole thing should fucking collapse. The government shouldn't back any loan. Because then it encourages you to give loans you shouldn't. Same thing with the mortgage situation, right? Yeah, if you back the mortgage, I'll give a loan that I shouldn't give. I'll fucking spend that money. And by the time it comes due for me to pay, everyone in the company got paid. The president got paid. The CEO got paid. We all got bonuses. The fucking whole shit went belly up. The government was like, oh, we got to step in, you know, that you can't cover all this debt. You know, you can't cover what the what's in, right? You're not solvent. And they come in and bail you out. It's like, well, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Why wouldn't I? I, I think if they made high schools better, like uh, more, uh, what would be the word? More niche for students. Like not everybody is going to be a scientist, you know? Like, uh, make a green screen room for like video content creation. Make a kid learn more about taxes or accounting or some shit, stocks. I don't know. You know what I mean? You may not teach anyone about finances, right? Because they, they, the top 1% want to cheat without you being able to cheat. That's the name of the game. That's the name of warfare. I want to do the most things I can. Short of the full cheat, I want to do everything to my advantage, right? And I want you to have no advantage. Lucy, right? Yeah. She essentially is allowed to cheat. Doesn't she have like a six-figure job, but yet she has like $100 million? How's that happen? I know a lot of people with six-figure jobs that have had that job for 20, 30 years that aren't worth $120 million. None of them, really. Like, how many guys you know that have a six-figure? Everyone. It, and fucking right, like, almost everyone who has a government job, yeah. once they're at the 20-year mark, is at that six-figure salary, mid or high six figures, right? Fucking, they're not worth $120 million. And they made it, it's illegal for you to do insider trading, but not for Nancy Pelosi. Didn't Martha Stewart get a slap on the wrist or Phil Mickelson slap on the wrist? I know Martha Stewart did time. Oh, didn't she do two years at Club Fed? She probably had the better Wi-Fi than us. Yeah, Club. They call it Club Fed. Club you go to a federal prison. That's nice for that kind of stuff. They took care of Martha Stewart. She she uh, she was making doilies in in the cots in prison. She was making uh, patients. Yeah, she made a quiche for lunch. <laughs> She was making, uh, you know, uh, you ever see Arrested Development? <laughs> the dad's in jail. Uh, that shows just talking. They should have ended it after the third season, like most shows. Yeah, that's it. Don't bring Narcos, it back. Yo, Narcos has got a fourth season. I go, how many? How much? <laughs> they, but they ended it and then brought it back like 10 years later or five years later. Uh, arrested development. That is true. They ended it. That's it. Stop. 
Yeah, you know what? Nostalgia plays. I heard that baseball cards and Pokemon cards are like hotter than they've ever been. Really? Yeah. I gotta see if I got some uh, baseball cards. Never know. You might have a couple grand under. Nothing like having a couple grand in your hand, uh, guys. I want to wrap it up a little bit early tonight. Max Holloway, Arnold Allen. Oh, is that this weekend? Is Max or is it just going to be just like he falls off the cliff? Because I think he's just thirty, but he's like he's got a lot of miles on him. Obviously, listen, he didn't look terrible in that last Volk fight. I thought he won the second Volk fight personally. A lot of people. The third one he lost, but it's not like he got totally destroyed. Uh, I don't know. I like to see him beat Arnold Allen. I like Max Holloway. Actually, a good card. Yeah. What do we got, Jerry? We got, uh, okay, so favorite challenge. Ed Barboza's fighting Billy Q. Billy Q. How do you What the fuck is wrong with us? (laughs) Shout out to Billy Q fighting Edson Barboza. Billy Q, I'm going to tell you this. You can fuck that guy up anywhere, but if you submit him, I'll give you a kiss when I see you. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's hard. Um, uh, I'm excited to play Guida, even though he's old as fuck. Guida's still out there. Who's he fighting? Uh, Rafa uh, Garcia. Crazy fucking play. The under- too. Keep going. What do we got? What's his name? Bill uh, uh, Algio. Uh, uh, Bill Algio. Uh, uh, own, right? Philly. CJ Brown. Um, Brandon Royals fighting. I don't know that guy. Uh, Matthias Nicola. And then you got Jillian Robertson's fighting. Uh, Piera Rodriguez. I love the Savage. Uh, Savage A really good one. That's a great card. Yeah. Who's the co-main? Billy Q. Billy Q's the coming. That's a Barboza. Nice. Billy oh, Q. Yeah, Billy Q. Let's fucking go. Yep. Great fight for him. At cardio, yeah. Just put it on, Epson. You know, watch the kicks. Get in his face. I think Billy Q should take it to the ground. I've rolled with Billy Q before, and he has a great ground game. No reason not to use him more. Is he blessed? easy. He, Edson Barboza, when Bryce Mitchell took him down, he has no real offensive ground game. No. Take that guy down and beat the shit out of him. Easy he, fucking win. Barbosa's in that, like, Dustin Poirier, like, supreme striker, but we'll just hold you. Like, you take him down, he's like. Yeah, but Dustin Poirier is a black belt in jiu-jitsu. You know what? I'm judging Poirier versus Oliveira. You are right. Versus other people, he he does well. I was. I recall him shooting some takedowns. Yeah. McGregor. You know, against the, the better grappler, it's like, listen, among black belts, there's division, right? So, like, there's a black belt who's like, he's a good black belt. But then there's a black belt who, like, beats that dude. And there's a guy who fucking beats that dude, right? Like, there's a hierarchy kind of, like, of that. So, even though a guy has a good ground game, when he fights Khabib or Oliveira, that guy has a better ground game. You know, That's I'd like to see Oliveira versus Islam again. Let's see if it was a fluke. That's true. If they put Khabib and Dustin in the boxing ring, Dustin would piece him up. Even just kickboxing, right? 
and maybe a, a jujitsu match might be competitive against them, but not once you add striking into it. Yeah. All right. Any other fights you want to talk about? That's a great card. Oh, Dean okay. Burgos, Bronx's own fights. Uh... Against Oliver. Oh, Olabedin. The the French guy, the French. The Frenchman. I think I rolled with that guy before. I think I rolled with him at Henzo's before. I think he's a product of uh, TriStar, so maybe. He yeah, so he probably came down to Henzo's before. That would make sense then. If he's from TriStar, that would make sense. Did you get him? Did you put him in the friend's pretzel? <laughs> Who cares? That's only to training. Room. I don't care. I don't care. Carrie DM me. She said, ask him about Carrie. You need to understand there's black belts and then there's black belts. You need to understand there's black belts and there's black belts. So, uh, no, no, we got a good role. How big is his slung? Is what Harry just DM me. Oh, it's what Harry just yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I thought <laughs> Harry would have asked me if he was circumcised or not. What's the French wee oui, wee? Oui. <laughs> Oui, oui. <laughs> or as the French would say, how's his oui, oui. <laughs> He's French, he probably is uncircumcised, right? I almost was about to speak Spanish. I don't know. It. I guess send him a text message. Let's ask him. Uh, I don't know. Whoever wants to ask, I don't want to ask him. It's sausage. <laughs> you seem very interested in it, Ike. You could ask him. OAM, baby. No, no I'm sure is on. I think in Virgo's hurricane. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Bring an extra turtleneck. Maybe he'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> you wearing a leg warmer on your penis? I mean. Like I said, the 50-minute mark, which is. <laughs> is that you feel, Kerry? You wear it. It looks like a leg warmer. There's a lot of skin there on the other No, no shit. They are the <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So while oh, we're on this note. We're having a casual dinner by my. Right. my with I'm glad about that shit. Like, it's very daunting the first time you see one. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> he's like, he's wearing a little hoodie. And he's like, hey. We were having a casual conversation, my wife and her friends at a table. And then nobody even asked. And then she goes, like, my wife's friend, she goes, yeah, they taste different. Everybody just looks at her like, what? Here's the YouTube clip you wanted. I'm crying and laughing so hard. Let's see it. With John with the cornholio. Wee wee. Jacques Bleu. It's like the best depiction. <laughs> they're shy. I'm killing myself. They're like shy. They're just just hanging out. They're like, <laughs> I don't know. Personally, I thankfully circumcised. One of my friends got circumcised at like oh, 17. God. Funny. And it was the worst. Oh my God. <laughs> at like 17 years old, he got circumcised. And like a week wow. after, we went to Cancun. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, the worst timing. He's like, I can't go in the water because my dick is like, you know, they cut your fucking... He's like, I wanted to look normal. <laughs> well, I guess normal would be uncircumcised. <laughs> That's how it comes. 
I'm sick of wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> it's fucking hot, goddammit. I'm suffocating in there. <laughs> like, that's a lot to work with. Like, I can't imagine that. We have very little, <laughs> you know, shit going on. That's suffocating me over here. And all the schmegma. Oh, God, that was so... <laughs> we would have been great in a high school class together. We're gonna get... school... Oh, we would have been passing notes because <laughs> we didn't have cell phones. We're going to get hate mail that we're all like, you know, uh, <laughs> penis phobes. Penis phobes. Oh, my God. You can't have a preference? That's a preference. I'm sure there's plenty of girls that like to pull the skin and, and lick inside it. These days, you get in trouble for, pre for preferences. You have to know. Who's getting in trouble? To get to get put off, they had to put you on. Oh, it's not to get canceled. Someone had to actually hire you. Listen, I the fact that I had to see. I could get canceled. Let's put it this way: men should tell women beforehand. Shouldn't be. Just let us know. That's the nicest Don't surprise. But what if? But what if when it's hard, it doesn't look? Like it was uncircumcised. Well, I mean, then you know you better come out with your fucking cock. Just That's the... you better come out four hundred twenty percent every time because uh, Ike, isn't this the wrong conversation to bring the kid to? Oh, he he wants my attention. He's opening the gate to the stairs. Like, oh, okay, let's wrap it up. All right. Guys, we are now exiting the MMA Avengers line. Hey. Stop. Avengers! Love you guys.